0: Hello, Down Beaches! <laughs> this is a reminder that Obsessed Fest Year Two is happening in Dallas, Texas from October 20th to the 22nd and tickets are on sale now. Head to obsessfest.com to get your tickets and book your hotel room. And we have officially partnered with Omni Hotel that is connected to the convention center via a skybridge, so you don't even have to leave the hotel to get there.
1: We're all going to be wearing pajamas all weekend. JK, I'm going to be in ball gowns, but you can come in anything <laughs> that you want. Just in case you didn't know, ObsessFest is a true crime podcast convention where we have live shows, meet and greets, games, cat- and one big epic drag brunch. So, follow Obsessed Fest Instagram account at Obsessed Fest. We're so excited to see you all there and to squeeze your necks and kiss your
0: faces. Hugs and kisses
1: soon. Love you.
0: And again, head to ObsessedFest.com to get your tickets now.
1: Who is it? It's Christopher, bitch. <laughs> oh, Christopher's back. Christopher! Is we're here and we're queer. Get used to it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, well, okay. New information. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Do I think not? The podcast where Joey Taranto and me, Ellen Marsh. Hop in our DeLorean and go back in time to a little show called Disappeared.
0: I am really excited to cover this new season. I thought you were about to say new show and you were doing a bit. Nope, nope, (laughs) nope, nope. Disappeared, what is What is this? Okay, excited to learn the
1: format. And also, I'm happy to have like Christopher hanging around for a little bit. Christopher's gonna be here. We are gonna bring you a month-long full of Disappeared episodes. Not only that, we are gonna cover the rest of the entire season, plus the three bonus episodes on the Patreon. So if you want to catch up and have a little bit of nostalgia, you can head over to our Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash I think not. Disappeared is there and then if you want to go through the 900 other episodes Mm -hmm. of Disappeared, we got that too. It's
0: all there, including my nudes.
1: My nudes. And we don't just love Christopher. We love all of our Narrators: Shanna Banana is there with Sudden Fried Homicide. That's right. Bob Saget is there with I Almost Got Away With It. R.I.P. Bob Saget. I know,
0: and he didn't cover that, but I wish he had. You know, Bob Saget was underrated, but that's for another podcast. Remember
1: in Nashville when we played the day before Bob Saget? So it said us and then Bob, it was like we were opening for Bob Saget. Remember? (laughs) But that is all there for you. We are so excited to jump back in. Now listen down, bitches. This season is a little different. So buckle up. We don't have our regular open. Opening music. It's all different. They're throwing us for a loop, but here we are. We're we're malleable. We can go with the flow. Anything else you want to tell them, Joseph? I'm still gay. Ugh. Gosh.
0: Dang it. I've tried to pray it away, and um, still lingering.
1: Yeah. God was like, "I made you in my light, son. Didn't you see, my son? He wears a dress. <laughs> Think about it. I haven't." <laughs>
2: It's me, the Holy Ghost.
1: (laughs) The Holy Ghost is just always Phil Hartman.
2: Yeah. (laughs) We want you to be a pickle kisser, Joey.
1: Joey! (laughs) I don't mind it when you squat in a cucumber patch, (laughs) Joey.
2: Joey, there's a reason you love Paula Cole, you
1: Anyway, shall we get to the episode? Let's Let's do it. it. Ten Episode 1, Vanished in the Night, tells the story of the disappearance of Kirsten Bruggeman.
0: Kirsten Bruggeman disappeared on January 2nd, 2021.
3: I woke up at midnight. Look at my phone. I text Kirsten. Are you OK?
4: Her phone was turned off and she didn't show up to work. I need to report
3: my daughter missing.
2: Her family is desperate for answers. So we decided to go out and find our daughter, ourselves. Nothing else matters until we get this solved. We began walking along here. I remember that sickening feeling that, what am I going to do if I look down and I see my daughter? This episode of Disappeared retraces Kirsten's last known steps.
0: Well, we are back in Indiana with the Hoosiers. Hoosiers? Hoosiers. I
1: don't know. Who's here? You didn't know last time and you don't know because of us. I actually have a question. This is for real. Uh-huh. Okay, first of all, we mentioned the the changes. Uh-huh. The music is different, the opening is different. Also, there's no reenactments. Yeah. Do you think that's because of us? Real question. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Like, do you think they were sitting in a meeting and they were like, "Listen, I don't want to bring this up, but there are these two assholes that make fun of all of our reenactments. What say you?" We cut the yeah. reenactments because those bitches are going to make fun of us. Did we do this? I think it might be budget cuts. Okay. Yeah. Christopher's also not in a lot of this show.
0: No, we only get a little bit of his earthy, warm, dulcet tones.
1: Why do you think that is? Because he's too hot. Maybe he was difficult to work with. His writer. His rider was too too much. All I asked for was a nice hot cup of coffee at 500 degrees Fahrenheit
0: and bitter strawberry Japanese Kit Kats and nacho cheese liquid IV.
1: That is a little demanding, Christopher. Christopher. I
0: mean, he does drink hot coffee in the summer.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Love you, Christopher. Love you, Christopher.
3: I'm Lisa Bruggeman. Kirsten Bruggeman is my daughter. Kirsten is our only daughter. It's January 1st, 2021. Kirsten is working a shift at a pizza restaurant. I told her, I'll pick you up tonight. I said, just let me know about when, because she was closing. We
0: are in Indianapolis, to be more specific, and it's New Year's Day, January 1st, 2021. And we immediately meet Lisa Bruggeman, and she is the mother of Kirsten Bruggeman, to tell us her story.
1: And she tells us that Kirsten was working at a pizza place, and she was working that night. Have you ever worked in a food place?
0: Yes, I've been... Let go of all of them.
1: But, like, for example, I used to work in a bakery and I couldn't look at a sheet cake for, like, 12 years. Oh. Do you think people would get sick of pizza? You know,
0: I actually—New York pizza is amazing. It's kind of hard to have bad pizza. But there was a moment where I got sick of pizza. You know, okay. I mean, it, it does happen. I feel like that's the a hazard. Smell, yeah. Like, the smell. You smell it everywhere.
1: And so, basically, on this day, Mama Lisa texted her and was like, I'll pick you up at work. We find out later that— Kirsten doesn't have a car right now. And we see the text at 3.33 that says, let me know what time to pick you up. And then she texted that she was going to go meet her friends and have some fun. It's New Year's Day, you know. And Mama Lisa texts, what, millions of mothers all across this world text that just says, be careful, have fun. Yeah.
3: I woke up around midnight. Look at my phone. See, there's nothing there from Kirsten. I text her, are you Okay. I get no response. I call her. Her phone goes directly to voicemail.
0: Around midnight that night, Mama Lisa wakes up and checks her phone to see if Kirsten has messaged her and nothing. And of course she's worried and she texts, are you okay? But she doesn't hear back. So she tries calling Kirsten and it goes straight to voicemail. And now she's like, I'm calling every 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, she's concerned and Also, her gut's given her a tickle. You know, she's like, this is weird. And we learn a little bit about Kirsten. She was 26 and she was smart. (laughs) This was really interesting. They said she sort of like fell off of her grades in high school and was having a rough go. But she graduated with honors. She
0: still did fine. She was probably one of those people that didn't have to study much. Maybe
1: that was it. And then she like really had to like hunker down because I was like, she graduated with honors. Where was the rough patch?
0: I mean, I graduated with trauma. Does that count for anything?
1: Yes. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I don't know what it's gotten me in life.
1: Well, you're here. (laughs) You're here and you're funny. Okay, I'll take it. I mean, nobody who's funny is normal.
0: I guess that's true. But you'd think Marjorie Taylor Greene would be hysterical. Yeah, She's crazier than an ostrich wearing rollerblades. That's a very, very funny visual. (laughs) So for the past year, Kirsten has been living with her parents. Like you said, she didn't have a car at the time. So, you know, Mama Lisa had been happily taking her back and forth to work. And she said Kirsten could be stubborn. We don't know anything about that at all. Mm, No. And then Mama Lisa says this.
3: She's not an angel, but she's our angel.
0: Can I just say, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. But really, who is actually an angel? They say that even Mother Teresa was kind of a cunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, Harriet Tubman was punching crying babies. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an easy job. Somebody had to do it. You can have crying babies on the Underground Railroad. Yeah, even God sacrificed his sons. Shit is hard, y'all. <laughs> and being an angel is overrated.
1: Also boring. Yeah, I like to. I
0: like to be a little bad. A rebel.
1: You like to be naughty. You don't know me. Oh, that was was really, really sweet. She said she was so stubborn. You know the story she told when she was pregnant? Uh Uh-huh. That she was like, they ultrasounded her and she was sitting down. She's like, not going anywhere. (laughs) I used to say that to Lola because my labor was 42 hours. Forty-two hours. I've hours. told that story. Do you listen when I, I talk? I think I'm blocking it out. I was just like, you didn't want to come out. You were too all warm and cozy in there. Aww. And I was like, come out, baby. I've got Juicy Couture waiting for you.
2: A <laughs> <laughs> Vintage Juicy Couture. I'm Rex Brueggemann. I'm Kirsten Briggerman's father. She was just an ordinary American girl. She loved to have fun. Kirsten is a very loving person. That enjoyed life.
0: And now we meet Kirsten's dad, Rex Bruggeman, and he is just gonna break your heart over and over again. And he says Kirsten was. An American girl. Love that. We see a picture of her eating a beignet at Cafe Dumont, which you just had for the first time in June. Just had it. it
1: What'd was, you think? It was so good. Yeah. I, yeah, it was really, really good. Good. It was great. Honey, it's powdered fried dough. It's like when someone says, have you a fried or a- If you fry anything, I'm going to eat it. You put powdered sugar on it, I'm going to rub it all over my body and lick it off. You wow. know what I mean? why
0: don't you just spit in my face and tell me you hate Lady Gaga next?
1: <laughs> well, I did want to talk to you about some <laughs> things. Also, her name is Stephanie. Okay, fine.
3: Saturday morning. Kirsten is still not home. Her phone is still off. I decide to contact Eddie. Kirsten is very secretive about her friends and who she's with. So we did not know many of her actual friends other than Eddie.
1: They live in a suburb called Lawrence, and it was just a regular middle class kind of place. And so on this Saturday morning, Kirsten is still not home. And it's been nine
0: hours. It's been nine hours now. And her phone is still going to voicemail. So Mama Lisa decides to call Kirsten's ex-boyfriend and friend. Eddie. So we hear from Eddie. We don't see him. He wanted to keep his identity anonymous to protect himself. I respect that. Mm -hmm. And Eddie, turns out, was with Kirsten the night she disappeared.
1: Now, Eddie and Kirsten were dating on and off for 10 years, and we've all had that kind of love, you can't quit. I have quoted Brokeback Mountain twice this month, okay? I know. Well, I have something to tell you. What? I am a gay cowboy. (laughs) I got that off my chest. Wow. Thank you so much. Have you had that? Have you had one of those people that, like, you just go back and forth and back and forth and my back and forth? My first love. Yeah? My first you, love. You broke up and got back together?
0: Like, three times. It's he was so... maybe one of the most toxic people oh, I've ever man, met in my life.
1: And I can look back now and go, oh,
0: you were an asshole. Yeah. I didn't realize that.
1: But they were still friends. They just had that connection. So, he tells us the story of his night. He got off work at 10 o'clock that night. He was going to go meet Kirsten somewhere at a bar.
3: I message Eddie to ask if he knows where Kirsten is.
2: And I responded, no, um, I expected her to be home. So her mother says, well, she's not here.
3: He messages back that he was with her the night before with some friends at a bar that previous evening.
0: It turns out that Mama Lisa texted Eddie and said, hey, do you know where Kirsten is? And he's like, no, I thought she was home. And Mama Lisa informs him that she, in fact, is not home and they have no idea where she is. So Eddie says, well, we were all at the bar together and Kirsten took off. I don't know where she went. And now everyone's really worried.
1: And Mama Lisa's like, "Okay, well, I'm scared and now I'm super confused. And Eddie goes out that day and literally physically retraces his steps. From where he was like he was like a one man search party. Yep. And he's asking everyone. He's checking behind the bar and it's 1140 and he texts Mama Lisa and he's like, I just went back to the bar. I went to the parking lot. I looked everywhere. I can't find her.
0: Yeah. And at this point, Mama Lisa is sick with worry. So Kirsten is supposed to work at that pizza restaurant around 330 p.m. And so Mama Lisa calls them and asks, did Kirsten show up for work? And she didn't. And what's worse, she didn't even call to say she wasn't going to make it.
1: Yeah. And then Papa Rex
2: is like... Kirsten always loved animals. That's one of the things that makes me believe that she did not disappear or go missing voluntarily. She never would have left her dog.
1: And this is how I know she didn't go missing on purpose because she has a dog named Tiffa.
0: And this dog... Is oh, so precious. So
1: precious. Happy and cute. And uh, you know those
0: dogs that smile? Yes. This dog My that smiles. And, and I don't mean your exes. I'm talking like this dog smiles just like that big, toothy, happy, I'm so happy to see you that, kind of I'm smile. A yep. I'm a happy
1: dog. just a happy, 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 happy. I love that TikTok sound. Pearl used to smile. Do not call her poop shake breath. That she breath is... could stop
0: a clock. She,
1: <laughs> she is deceased.
0: I know. Bless you wherever you are, Pearl, but you had old shitty breath. Old <laughs> he used to call her old
1: poop-shake breath. <laughs> Pearl did smile, though. It yes. Was, it was the cutest. So Sunday morning at 5 a.m. on January 3rd, they finally call the Indianapolis Metro Police Department, and we hear this 911 call. This 911 call is so ominous to yeah.
3: me. What's her first and last name? Her first name is Kirsten. Mm-hmm. And last name Bergman. I think... Calling the police, and making that report made it extremely real.
1: You hear the hesitancy and the pain in her voice because I felt like she's like, once I make this call. It's, it's real. real. I don't want to say I love 911 calls. I'm fascinated by them because I'm fascinated by how humans relate in troubling conditions, how they act and how they respond to things because everybody is so different. Everyone is wired so differently when they're put in the face of like extreme trauma or grief or confusion.
0: Yeah. You know, I try to avoid videos where like terrible situations happen that make national news. And it's especially things with like hate crimes or race crimes, they're very painful to watch. And I cannot stand when people comment, oh, well, you should have just done this.
1: Bitch, you
0: don't know what you could have done When you're fighting for your life Or you don't know what's happening You don't know There's a million options Don't tell me from behind your 1994 Dell computer What you woulda, coulda, shoulda done yeah. Shut up
1: Yeah I never know from one moment to the next Do you ever like, oh, I, I didn't react as how I thought Like sometimes I even shock myself yeah. You know what I mean? Of when it, When it happens I mean, not to brag But I haven't had a mood swing in like seven minutes So you're welcome <laughs> When's the last time you heard from her?
3: Friday night, about 10 o'clock, nobody has heard from her, seen her. She didn't show up to work, just no contact at all. The police took all that information and indicated it would be assigned to a detective the following day on Monday. And that just, it seemed like the longest wait ever. The next day?
0: You better call someone at home. I don't care if there is a Designing Women marathon on. I love Julia Sugarbaker, too. And I promise you, even Julia Sugarbaker would be like, get off your ass and get the ball rolling. So, of course, Mama Lisa and Papa Rex are like, fuck that. Let's go look for Kirsten ourselves.
1: Yeah, they're not sitting back letting shit happen. They go to the bar. They check the surrounding area. And they walk us through what they did. They're sort of like retracing their steps, which also must be really hard to do. Oh, my God. Just like sort of like traumatic to show what you did. But they're doing this on their own. And this is what I actually always think about, and Mama Lisa makes a point about it, is that, like, the way you have to compartmentalize what you might find, that's really scary. It's like you want to find something, but you don't. I mean, it's like when you go through someone's phone. It's like, if you go snooping, you better be ready for, you know, what you're going to find.
0: Yeah, and I I think that they really just had to turn that part of their brain off and be like, we're on a mission. I mean, they walk the length of this... Very long drainage ditch. You know, they split up and they're just, like, terrified. Ultimately, they don't find anything. There's no clues. There's no nothing.
1: It's like when I look something up on your phone, I always have to be prepared for a dick pic to go back in my face.
0: you're not even allowed within two feet of my phone. Nobody Uh. is, (laughs) okay? You ain't going through my phone. It's nothing but dicks and drag queens, okay? (laughs)
1: And memes, <laughs> and memes that probably I've sent to you, and
0: probably three million TikToks I have saved. We
1: have me and Joey and two of our best friends have a chat. If you were to look through it, it's basically us just communicating in memes and TikToks for five years. Yep, yep,
0: and gifts. <laughs> I mean, it
1: is. It's it's the gift that keeps on
0: giving. See what I did I there? See what you have said? Thank yeah. you. Oh,
1: thanks, Dad. Tell <laughs> us tell us when the barbecue's done.
0: Shut up, you old buzzard! You ain't no better than me.
3: After we had looked around the drainage ditch, Rex and I were heading to the car, and I see somebody on a bicycle coming our way. As the bicycle gets closer, I realize it's Eddie.
1: Listen, they're suspicious. Rightfully so. Of course they are. He was with her that night. He's an ex. And so they ask him more details of the night, and he's like, we were drinking at a bar, We bickered a little bit. I left her at the bar. And listen, they've been on and off for 10 years. When you drink, emotions are... We've all done it. So he left, and then there were, like, four other friends at the bar. And I I feel like Eddie was, like, answering all their questions,
0: right? I think Mama Lisa was distressed, and she was like... She says, I was upset that Eddie left Kirsten at the bar. And I get that. As a mother, of course. But the other side of that, Are you a mother? As a parent, okay? Uh, As a parent.
1: Are you a... I'm no. sorry. I just
0: No. Does uh, I'm a daddy? Does that count? <laughs> oh, no,
1: I walked right into that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as a matter of fact, I've been meaning to talk to you.
1: Thank you. No, thank you. I would
0: really like you to <clears throat> refer to me as daddy. <laughs> so can I ask you a question as your daddy? Uh-huh. Have you been a good girl?
1: You're creeping me out now. I don't think I am. Okay.
0: I think I am I think X marks the spot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I, talk.
0: <laughs> I just want to be Ru McClanahan. <laughs> so,
1: Call this well, bluff.
0: What I'm saying is, we can't force anyone to do anything that they don't want to yeah. do, especially when they are in an altered state. And I've tried it. I have tried it. It is an exercise in frustration. And so, Mama Lisa says that Eddie and Kirsten's relationship had always been tumultuous. And in fact, she told Kirsten, don't you think that this relationship has kind of run its course, platonic or romantic? But Kirsten was not ready... To walk away, she loved Eddie. Whether that love was romantic or platonic,
4: she loved him. Mm-hmm. I'm Detective Nicole Bachting with the IMPD Missing Persons Unit, and I was assigned to investigate the Kirsten Brueggemann case. When I first read Kirsten's report, I immediately felt that there was something wrong. Her phone was turned off. That was a big red flag. But even more so, it was the fact that she didn't show up to work. Learning that Kirsten would never leave her dog behind leads me to believe that she did not leave on purpose. So now we meet Detective Nicole Bacting, who was in the missing persons
1: unit and was assigned to Kirsten's case. And she takes a lot of time to repeat everything the parents just said. Yep, literally. I was like, cool. Thank you. She was like, she left her dog behind. We were like, we've done this before. We know the show. We are professionals FF, okay? (laughs) Give us some new
0: information. But she does say all of those things were a huge red flag. So immediately, Detective Nicole tracks down the four friends that Kirsten was with that night. And the friends told the detective that on that evening, Kirsten had drank too much. And that's when we find out that Kirsten had been battling an alcohol problem.
1: Yeah, I kind of was like, what does that mean? Because Papa Rex is sober and Papa Rex was like, She didn't like talking about it. So he had previously suffered substance use disorder, and he saw patterns in her that were concerning. But she assured him that she didn't have a problem. So they were concerned, but they didn't come out and say she had substance use disorder. Yeah, so not on the episode. I actually saw
0: she had been arrested for a DUI. Oh, okay,
1: And so... I think that they just didn't
0: want to say too much. And I respect that. I understand that. But, you know, there was a substance use disorder here. Okay,
1: Yeah, that makes more sense. Because they took her to a psychiatrist, which good for you. But she didn't like it. She didn't, she didn't like it. Listen, we talk about therapy all the time. You have to be ready for it. Therapy can be hard if you're doing it right. It's a commitment. It's a commitment to feeling feelings. Yeah,
0: not just that. Like... The path to sobriety, you, you have to choose it. You can't do it out of obligation. You can't do it out of anything other than your free will. Yeah. You have to make that choice for yourself because once you make the decision and you set yourself on the path, there's so much more accountability. And it gets convoluted when you do things for other people. It has to be for you.
1: Yeah. Whenever I am feeling like in a place, I actually take a medication. It's called I'm I Am I. Excuse me? I'm fine. I've never heard of that. Could you articulate it a little more? It's called, um. well, I'll spell it. It's I-M-F-I-N-E.
0: I'm fine.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How's that
0: working out for you? Really great. <laughs> really great.
1: <laughs> no, I'm great. Do you see?
0: When I'm upset, I just put on more blush. Yeah. <laughs> just more blush. Sorry. What happened? Great. Could someone hand me my blush? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen just shows up on like a cloud. Is like. Yeah. Dee,
1: dee, 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 dee. Why does
0: Ellen look like she's starring in her third grade play? Why, What's why
1: happening? Why does Ellen look like Tammy Faye Baker? <laughs> is this suspicious?
0: <laughs> why is Ellen dressed up like Ronald McDonald? <laughs> I don't understand.
1: <laughs> Actually, you know this. When I am very very stressed out, I get. Skinny! Yeah. Remember when I was in Kiki, but Bo- you weren't there. When my
0: Lauren pants were like falling off of me. I feel very weird talking to anyone about their body, but I have had several conversations with you when I was like, stop it. It's
1: just the way stress manifests itself. Well,
0: I mean, I get it. It's always been the opposite for me. I've like would overeat or overdrink. Mm-hmm. Now my anxiety or my stress kills my appetite
1: Mm -hmm. and that is new i'm just saying that like she wasn't one for therapy and you have to be ready for it you do have to be ready
0: and i just want to say again if you're out there and you're listening and you're on the fence about therapy i just got back into therapy and i will say it's already doing wonders for me invest in
1: yourself but it it is hard to start yeah
2: i don't know why kirsten was drinking that night but she got drunk so we're like Hey, we got to get you home and everything. Hey, can I get you an Uber? Let me call your mom or whatever.
4: The bar was closing anyhow. So they left around 1215. So we find out that the bar that they went to closed at
1: 1215. But not only was she bickering with Eddie, she also was like drunk and feisty. We've all been there, you know, drunk alcohol exacerbates whatever you're feeling. So the bar closes at 12.15 and the story that the friends tell is there was a verbal argument that happened between someone and the four friends that were left left Kirsten in the parking lot. Now, Detective Nicole does get security footage.
0: And the video supported the statements that the friend group had made and essentially removed them from their persons of interest list.
1: But isn't this eerie?
0: It's very eerie. This is
1: eerie because you guys, we don't know, what happened. You know how I feel about leaving people behind. This parking lot, when I say this parking lot was empty. And it was huge. It was like Trump's inauguration. <laughs> like, not a, a soul. Yeah.
0: Two cousins and a hot dog salesman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that little cockatiel that flew in <laughs> to hang out. And then we see her walk into the distance.
0: Yeah, she didn't talk to anyone. She didn't leave with anyone. She literally is just walking off alone.
4: After Kirsten leaves the bar, the second video shows Kirsten walking on Short Ridge around 1240 AM. The last video is of Kirsten walking in the YMCA parking lot. And here's Kirsten right now. She's walking along the sidewalk. And she'll go into this niche, follow this fence line right through here. If you notice right here, it says 159. So we know at 159, Kirsten's still alive. This is so
1: scary. When I was watching this, I was so mad at these friends. I don't care what happened. I really don't care what the argument was over. Like they could have said that Backstreet Boys are better than In Sync, which we know is absolutely factually incorrect. Okay. It doesn't matter what was said. You don't leave your friends behind.
0: Are we really comparing In Sync to Backstreet Boys?
1: <laughs> I know there is no comparison in sync were far superior performers and dancers and all around entertainers. Listen, I don't have a horse in this race.
0: I don't give a shit about them. Give me Paula Cole.
1: That's fine. I
2: just it's the holy ghost. That is the right answer. <laughs> God wants you to love Paula Cole. And wait, God says something else. Oh, Jesus says, Ellen, stop putting on so much
0: blush. Why? It makes
2: me feel pretty.
0: (laughs) This is absolute speculation. I have been in a situation with a friend many years ago where they were going off to put themselves in a dangerous situation. And I was putting my foot down, threatening to call someone and being like, you are not going to put yourself in that precarious situation. And they basically told me every which way I could go and fuck myself. And I was like, there is nothing I can do. And they wouldn't put themselves in a bad situation. So I'm not saying this. This is just speculation. But I wonder if Kirsten was trying to do something that they're like, we are not going to help you do that.
4: Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. So we know at 159, Kirsten is still alive. Once Kirsten rounds this corner, this particular camera does not pick her up. Another camera, however, picks her up right here at this corner. She's walking along the fence line. She picks up something off the ground, and she continues to walk. Right here, it says 2 a.m., and as we watch the video, she continues to walk, and she continues to stay along with the fence line.
0: She's still walking along the fence. She stops and picks something up, but immediately is walking again, and it's 2 a.m. now. But here's the problem. There's a glitch in the footage. It's very fucking weird. It's very Matrix. The camera stops at 2 a.m. and jumps to 2.30 a.m. And just like that, Kirsten is gone. She's standing in the middle of a parking lot, and then she's not.
1: You all, she disappears like my dad's love and affection. She was there one minute, and then she was gone. (laughs) I can't
0: can't put more blush on.
1: I just... Yeah, I know. It it is terrifying. She, She disappears. It glitches. It's like zap. And she is gone. Those fucking cameras are as useless as a fucking mesh mask in a COVID ward. We have
0: covered plenty of cases where there was no cameras at all. Yeah. And we've covered some with the shittiest quality. I mean, grainy as fuck, right? (laughs) But this is clear footage. We've never covered a case where the camera just stopped working for a half hour. It is utterly bizarre. In my mind, I was like, did somebody do that? You know, that's where my mind went. But what's really, really unsettling is this neighborhood that she was in was very violent. It's a high crime area. Within weeks following her disappearance, there had been reports of sexual assault, a homicide, and a robbery. Also, Kirsten wasn't walking in the direction of her parents' house. They don't know where the fuck she was going.
1: Yeah, she was kind of walking in the direction of Eddie's house. So they were like, maybe she was going there. Now, they show this footage to the family just to double confirm it was her and It's so awful seeing potentially someone's last moments. And the footage is haunting and unhelpful. It really doesn't do us any good other than say, like, maybe she was walking to Eddie's. Maybe she was lost. Maybe she was going somewhere else. Maybe her
0: phone was dead at this point. Yeah. We we don't know. There's ultimately no clues. But there is an apartment complex behind the YMCA called the Abbey Apartment Complex. And Detective Nicole assembles a team to canvas the complex, to ask if anyone had seen anything. But the problem is, is in this community, these
3: people don't talk to cops. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, January 16th, around the area where Kirsten went missing, there was a, a grid search conducted. Rex and I are there. It was difficult watching people go out. It was difficult watching them come back, especially because there there was nothing that was actually found.
1: So every day that passes, obviously, they're getting more and more desperate. It's getting scarier. So on Saturday, January 16th, they did a grid search where Kirsten went missing. They use horses, drones. They plaster her on the news, on social media, billboards. Yeah. Do you know how much highway billboards cost?
0: A lot of money. Yeah.
1: I mean, they were doing everything, and now we're six weeks out. Yeah. And nothing, unfortunately, came from that grid search.
0: Now, I will say, I can actually feel how much empathy Detective Nicole has for this family. I would imagine that in her line of work, it's very easy to become numb to these situations. And Detective Nicole was intent on finding Kirsten and getting answers for this family. And To me, this is the type of detective you want fighting for your loved one. But the hard part is this. There are no leads. They've exhausted all of their resources and they don't know what else to do. So like you said, it's six weeks later, February 13th, 2021. And Mama Lisa sees a post on a Facebook group that no parent wants to see.
1: And it was that an unidentified female was found and the description matched Kirsten, except for one thing. This victim had a spider tattoo. She's like, Kirsten didn't have a tattoo or did she? And she didn't tell us about it. So they go to check with the coroner and sadly it's not her. This poor fucking family. And you have to do it, right? You have to check. Maybe she got a tattoo and didn't tell us. Maybe she had a tattoo for a year and didn't tell us. Yeah. You have to check because everything else matched up. I just kept thinking like this poor fucking family. Yeah.
3: In March of 2021, I bring up the the possibility of a private investigator to Rex by hiring a private investigator. We'll have somebody who can can devote the whole time to her case.
4: When Lisa and Rex told me, I was extremely happy because for me, I don't care who solves the case. I just want her to come home.
0: So we hit March of 2021. Mama Lisa and Papa Rex decide to hire a private investigator. Smart move. And Detective Nicole was like, I support this. I don't care who solves the case. I just want to get your daughter back.
1: I loved that for her. Me too. I felt like some other people would be like, no, no, no. We got it. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. Take
0: your ego out of it. Yeah,
1: and then they were like, we want someone's job to be to find our daughter. Like, I get it. These people have, it's Indianapolis. It's a big city. You know, they have other things to do, other crimes to solve. We want someone whose full-time job is trying to find our daughter. I loved that for this whole, this whole story. I loved that sense of camaraderie and that sense of like, yes, we all have the same goal in mind. Yeah, there's, we can't have
0: enough eyes on this case. Yeah. So we meet this private investigator named Crystal, but we don't see her because she also wishes to remain anonymous for her work. Crystal had been in law enforcement for 11 years, and she specialized in missing persons and criminal investigations.
1: And she has a 90% success rate. That's a good rate.
0: That's a very good rate. That is something you want on your Yelp reviews.
1: Yeah, I don't have a 90% success rate in anything except for being a pain in the ass. I
0: mean, you have 90% of your blush on your face.
1: Do I have a lot of (laughs) blush on today? I'm just Trying to
0: carry a bit.
1: No, Ellen. I know, but but then I'm like, now I'm self conscious. Not because at Because you always say I don't blend my makeup right. No,
0: I never. I never say that. Hi. Your eyes, not your whole face. Just sometimes your no, eyes.
1: We'll be about to go on stage at a live. She's like, good luck. Come here. Come here. <laughs>
4: and then he'll like be like, God damn it. No, just you
0: look beautiful, and your highlighter is very nice. Yep. It's just your attitude that needs a little work. Yeah,
4: I figured. <laughs> My first few days were actually spent just canvassing the area, talking to people that would have offered insight as to what happened. I had to actually backtrack and look at surveillance video from the night she went missing. What I did notice is there's a a fence line that closes the YMCA lot off.
0: So... Crystal begins canvassing the area where Kirsten went missing and looking at the surveillance footage. But she's not just looking at the surveillance footage. She is studying it for hours. And she noticed on one video that around 2.38 a.m., you can see an SVU come uh-huh. out of the abbey. An
1: SVU. Did I
0: say SVU? Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. And Mariska then Rich Hargitay, Hargitay came out. How did you get here? And then there was a, a fisherman. And then all of a sudden we hear... Yeah. Wow. Wow, she's great. Good job, Crystal. Good
0: job, me. I'm doing great. (laughs) We see an SUV come out of the Abbey Meadow Apartments, which, again, are right behind the YMCA.
1: And we see the car at 238. And then at 315, we see that same car going north on Short Ridge Road. And they were like, okay, so did this car pick her up? It didn't go back to the apartment. But then it came right back down.
0: It was very suspicious. The The driving was suspicious. Yeah. So Crystal's like, all right, I'm going to begin surveillance on the Abbey Meadow Apartments to see if that vehicle shows up. But it doesn't. However, an image of the SUV was released to the public in addition to flyers containing Kirsten's story. And Detective Nicole is thinking, fuck yeah, this is good shit. Let's find that vehicle. Who was driving it?
1: I have no idea what kind of special magic infrared special glasses anyone was using to see this picture. It just looked like a big car. Like, if they were like, is it an SUV? I'd be like, yes. Is it a van? Yes. Well, what is it, a van or an SUV? I'm like, yes. Could you tell what it was? No, no. They were like, yeah, we, we posted what the... I was like, that picture? Honey, we all have our specialties. If I had to look
0: at footage of Golden Girls with 45 black and white filters on it, I'm going to pick out B. Arthur. If there is a woman in a pilgrim dress... You know how to pick a pilgrim dress out of a crowd. We all have
1: our specialties. That's my gift. That's that's my gift. I just knew that car was big and um I'm a size queen. So anyway <laughs> But they found out that the car was not linked in any way to Kirsten. Yeah. I was like, can I have some more details?
0: I right. They just basically forensics took a look at it. There was no evidence of Kirsten ever having been in that SVU I
1: still would like some details I mean
0: I agree but I can't even imagine this devastation the family felt but also elation that she wasn't there I mean this family gets their hopes up so many times mm-hmm. it's really heartbreaking
4: September of 2021 the case was in fact getting uh, pretty cold so we talked about hosting a vigil for Kirsten
3: there had been no leads at this point in Kirsten's disappearance it was Frustrating and disappointing. We held a vigil for Kirsten on Saturday, September 18th.
0: And now we fast forward to September of 2021. And this case, it's sadly going cold.
1: Yeah, there's no leads. They have nothing new going on. So they decide to just keep her name in the media and they decide to host a vigil and let people come in and just pay their respects in whatever way they want. And and although they do get some leads that
0: come after this televised vigil, it's nothing that they can go off of. And so now we arrive on March of 2022 and a lead comes in out of Franklin, Indiana, Indiana. At a bar.
1: Yeah, there was someone at the bar with a man that matched Kirsten's description. When I say the same thing all the time, I never know how somebody picks somebody out and remembers something. But, of course, they have to exhaust every lead and they check the surveillance cameras at the bar. And Papa Rex was like, it does kind of look like her.
0: Yeah, and however her behavior was off, this person was moving around the bar in a robotic manner. And so Mama Lisa's like, if that's our daughter, maybe she's been brainwashed. I mean, listen, when you don't have any leads, mm-hmm. the, the possibilities are endless. It could be. I mean, it happens. I mean, look at Elizabeth Smart. She was absolutely brainwashed. And she's thinking it could be anything. But eventually it was confirmed that this was not Kirsten. And sadly, no new leads have come in since.
1: And that's sort of where they leave it. And then, you know, Papa Rex is basically like Gregory Hines doing a tap dance on my heart. He just breaks my heart.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're trying to keep hope alive in a hopeless situation.
2: It's a different kind of pain. I don't know how people that have had missing loved ones for years and years go on. I really don't. I just hope I can get that strength to do it.
0: You know, Papa Rex, if you're listening to this, I hope you are leaning on those who are closest to you when you don't feel strong enough. There's always someone there to pick up the slack. I have been very fortunate in my life to have those people. Ellen, you've been one Mm -hmm. of them. And we here at ITN are sending so much love to you. The ups and the downs and the questions, just the questions and the sleepless nights. I I can't even imagine. Nobody should ever have to go through this and experience this. Kirsten Bruggeman has been missing since January 1st, 2021.
2: You know, I would just say to anyone that may know something about our daughter's disappearance, to please come forward. That's the only plea I can make. And for God's sake, please come forward and give us some information.
1: Those who have any information on Kirsten's disappearance should contact the Missing Persons Unit of Indianapolis Metro Police Department at 317 3276160 There is also a $10,000 reward available for any information leading to what might have happened to Kirsten. That glitch is so bizarre. That glitch is haunting. It is so bizarre because knowing that the answers are just a technology mistake away Possibly the answers. At least more answers. Did she hop the fence? Did someone pull up? Do you think because it turned off right at 2, like it went on and off like every half hour or something? Because it went off at 2 and went back on at 2.30.
0: I have no idea. I mean, isn't the point of 24-hour surveillance to be 24 hours? But the
1: surveillance is for the property. It's not for missing people. Yeah. It's the YMCA. I don't know. We're sending so much love out to this family, Papa Rex and Mama Lisa. They are precious and confused. And this is why I have a love hate relationship with this show.
0: I know. Okay. I know.
1: American Detective, you know, the shit happens, but we get an answer. I don't like the unanswered ones. It breaks my heart. It makes me it makes me want to be an investigator and move to Indianapolis and drive a NASCAR car or sing a song. I don't know. Say something funny for the people.
0: Well, yeah, I've been thinking about this. Yeah. And I wonder if Christopher is a sassy diva behind the scenes. Christopher, are you a sassy diva? Am I a sassy diva? Uh,
3: (laughs) When you asked that at first, uh, at first
0: at first i was afraid i was petrified kept thinking i could never live without you by my side but then i spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong joey and i grew strong and i learned how to get along and now you're back from outer space I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that fucking lock. I should have made you both leave your keys. If I'd known that I think not, would crawl back to bother me. Go on now, go. It's the end of this show. This episode's done now. You're so not welcome anymore.
2: Here's the outro music. You
0: have no idea how it goes. Did you think I'd sing it? Did you think I'd sing it? I think not. Ounce, ounce about the oom, oom, addictive, do ding, a digga, digga, ding, ding, butt stuff. Okay, well I guess
1: Christopher I knew it. is a diva. I knew it. Christopher Diva's was live, a diva. Come see Christopher live on the main stage at 2 a.m. on Saturday at Obsessed Fest, where he sings the greatest hits of Cher, because like Cher in her 19th farewell concert. Christopher will always be here. We love
0: you, Christopher. We love you, Christopher.
1: Well, thank you so much down bitches for tuning in to I Think Not. We have four episodes of Our Old School Disappeared and if you want to catch the other episodes, hop on over to our Patreon. Tell them how they can do that, Joseph. Well, you can go to patreon.com slash I think
0: not or you can just look for the link on our website at I think not and
1: it's just a click away. It's just a click away. Also, while you're clicking away, why don't you follow us on our socials? We are at I think not pod on all platforms. We're doing The Lord's work over on TikTok. And also, if you're feeling fancy, you can follow me and Ellen on Instagram. Ellen is
0: at Ellen Marsh with a Y, and I am at It's Joey Taranto. Also, if you're feeling fancy, go ahead and head over to iTunes, leave us a five star review, say something nice. And if you don't have anything nice to say, that's what your text thread is for. Yeah,
1: talk about it with your text thread. We love you so much. And don't forget, our live shows, New York and Philly, we have an all-new show coming your way. October 3rd, we will be in Philly, and October 10th, we will be at home in New York. We are getting a chance to get our live show on its feet, so head over to our website to get tickets. And you know what? We fucking love you. We do. We love you so, so much. Thank you, down bitches. We love you. And I love you, Yellen Morris. I love you, Joey. Bye! Bye! We're doing the TV show Disappeared season 10. What? we
0: are doing the TV show Disappeared. What'd I say? You said we are doing the TV show Disappeared, as opposed to the radio show Disappeared. They, they know what I meant.
1: <laughs> Oh, like, what is that time when you're like, now I put on pleated front khakis and a kiss the cook apron and I make the burgers? When does that happen?
0: No, no, I'll hit that age where I just dress like Rue McClanahan and Golden Girls, and I wear nothing but robes that s- sweep the ground, mm-hmm. silk robes that sweep the ground. I'll be like, oh, darling. I'll just, it'll just get yeah. worse.
1: Do you know where Joey is? Yeah, do you see that lady in the calf tan? <laughs> That's
0: her. <laughs> Well, like I said, we are back in Indiana. Should I sing the music man again? No, thank you. Okay. But I
1: love you. Bye, bye, no. bye. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now we've never covered a case. We've covered plenty of cases where there we've was. We've never
1: covered a case. <laughs> Welcome to our first episode of I Think Not, where we're gonna cover a case.